You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I am your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday and happy end of the decade podcast. Yeah, it's all about the holidays, the end of 2019, the so beginning of a new decade. It's all, it's big. It's the most wonderful time of the year, right? That's what I'm told, yeah. That's what they say. I, I hear that a lot about mm-hmm. December 1st on through, yeah. yeah. Did you make any uh, resolutions? I usually don't, uh, you oh, know, yeah. because I never follow through. It's something I'll usually <laughs> have to get through. Because I know for for many many years I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lose weight I'm gonna do this I'm gonna be better at it and it just took me getting to that point where I'm like you know what I can do this and I'm just gonna do it to hell with a right. resolution to do it I honestly feel the same way if there's something you really badly want to change or improve upon just do it don't wait for like an arbitrary date or time to yeah. make it happen supposedly you have more success if you don't plan it on like a new month or a Monday at the start of a new week anyway. And I know mm-hmm. who does these studies, but you know, well, so I guess makes... if you plan a Wednesday, you're going to be more successful than a Monday. I have no, <laughs> uh, I'm not a scientist. Done, right? I don't, I don't run these, these focus groups. Mm-hmm. So with all these things going on right now, I don't know if, if you're kind of in the, uh, the know of all the the nerdy things going on right now mm-hmm. uh i haven't at this very moment i have not got to see the witcher you know i have not yet either that. i've muted so many words on twitter because people are jerks i'm almost oh. to the point where i may just not even look at twitter i think tonight we're gonna have a chance to be able to get through some of them but mm-hmm. uh yeah, I went and muted like the Witcher, the Witcher series, Henry Cavill even. Sorry, buddy. I love you. But like your name is associated with it at this point in time. I'll, I'll unmute it soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like anything I could think of that people would be like, oh, I like blah, blah, blah. Yennefer. I think I blocked that word, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just trying for anything I could think of. Yeah, I've heard good things about it, or at least I, I did initially. And then. Apparently, one of the actors, or no, might have been the showrunner, was um, is this criticizing. No, no, no. It was oh, okay. apparently the showrunner criticized what they called lazy reviews. So I'm assuming these were people who who just criticized and didn't really watch the series or something. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just gonna. I still I'm think there's too that. many people who were expecting the video game stuff. Because, like, even to this day, be like, where's a second sword? And it's like, read the stuff, people. Like, I've never read the books either. Mm-hmm. But I accept the fact that they've said that's what it's based off of. So if there's differences, then I can be okay with that. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not familiar yeah. enough with the lore of the video games, like all those yeah, narratives. So right. I just, I like the character, I like the world, so I'm interested mm-hmm. in it just based on what I know of it, but I'm right. not set in some way like, well, what? Because I remember reading that people got pissy about the character Dandelion, and apparently his okay. name is not Dandelion in the in the show. They renamed him. And I'm oh, sure there okay. was a reason for it, but people were just like, how dare you? I think it's just, it's interesting. Like, I'm all for being passionate about a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to begrudge anyone. I see, especially like Star Wars is a good example of the fandom. Mm. Um, but the, 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 the need to get so bent out of shape about a fictional thing is something that's just never going to resonate with me. I, I, and maybe I just haven't found that thing that I am so insanely passionate about yet um, yeah. to bring forth those emotions. But like it's still like a fictional thing. And um, it's not like we're rewriting anybody's legit history or trying to <laughs> wash something out of someone's past, you know. Um, yeah but again i'm not going to begrudge people who do that i'm very i'm almost jealous that there's people out there that has such a passion for something that evokes that kind of emotion within them um but just like calm down calm down well it's just it's try very to sit much down and enjoy it for what it is hmm. i you mean know? you you pointed out a, a great example which is star wars uh i did go see rise of skywalker and I heard before I even went to go see it, negativity coming right out the gate. And I was just like, oh, God. Okay. I feel like I, I, that's why I don't want to go to Twitter for my opinions. Because it's like, for one, I think what? They said like 22% of like the world is even on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, what does that matter really even? And then maybe 2% of those are the ones completely griping about a thing. So I think that's why it always annoys me when journalists and stuff like that well twitter is who cares it's not enough of a focus group of people to even give a crap about stop giving credence to twitter and just don't even mention it (laughs) no just don't even bring it up and and the worst part about it is is sometimes i get sucked into it because when when the negativity for that movie started i was just like why what why are people getting mad now and i shouldn't even be surprised after the last jedi because people got so mad about it what was funny is this is how i kind of took it is People were pissed because The Last Jedi went so far out of its way to do something completely different. You know, like a movie should do instead mm-hmm. of retreading the same shit because that's what happened with, with The right. Force Awakens. They were just like, well, that's just a copy of the first one. Okay, so part two, we go way the hell out here and subvert every expectation you've ever had so you never see anything coming. You're just like... That's not the way it's supposed to be. I hate this movie. But how is it supposed to be? Are we legit flying around in spaceships, shooting at each other with sabers and stuff? No. So what do we have to base it off of? What? what? (laughs) Because because it's supposed to be a certain way. The characters are supposed to be a certain way. The biggest criticism is like, that's not Luke Skywalker. It's like, but why not? Right. Why not? Why couldn't We've lost he take the ability to have an imagination, I think, now. And, yeah, know. that's that's the biggest problem because, again, we go into the Rise of Skywalker and they start doing the things that the people wanted. You know, giving them the things that they wanted. A little fan service, yeah. And they're mad. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, what do you want? So, but again, for me... 
try to try to keep that in your head. Two percent of all the people that are on Twitter. Yeah, that's so it. for for me. So it's not enough people to worry about. For me, when it comes down to it, again, I was just like, "Am I going to hate this movie? Am I going to be thinking about it the entire time?" And then, this is why I love this man so much. I started listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, and he he had gotten to see it prior. And what were the first words out of his mouth? Love it, love it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I love it. And I was like, "That's what I'm talking about. That passion, yeah. just to enjoy a movie for what it is." And stop criticizing. Just embrace it. And he was just like, yeah. oh, my God, I love it so much. So I, I went in with that mindset. And then when I finished, I walked out. And I was like, yeah, I liked it. There, just I wasn't, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't nagging about it or trying to criticize. I was just like, and that's, that's the way I'm trying to approach so many movies nowadays. Is I don't want to tear it apart because there's something I don't like. If I don't like it, in my heart, I'll feel it. I'm just like, I'm mm-hmm. not feeling this movie. I, I just, I don't like it. But if I do, I'm embracing it. I just, who cares? Yeah. Just have the ability to go sit down in the theater, turn off your brain, and just watch and enjoy. Yeah. Why do we have to criticize everything? I don't get it. I don't know. I I think that's the one downfall to social media is it's just given (laughs) everyone too much of a voice and starts to make you feel like more people are thinking that way than they're probably legit are in the world because that's our, our group of people that we're reading. But yeah. uh, just go enjoy it. And time life is too short to want to take to social media just to trash something and try to start a mob. Like, just mm-hmm. just don't. Yeah, I just. It just makes you more angry in the long run, too, because you're going to have people that are fighting back with you. And now you've just created this whole thing. I guess <sighs> I don't understand what it helps. Like, I, the worst part about it is, as much as I hate to say this, is. People could point to the Sonic the Hedgehog fiasco and be like, well, see, look what that did. You know, look what look what that accomplishes. Like, but did it accomplish anything really? OK, I mean, a lot of people quit. Know. They found yeah. new jobs. How's that? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Tongue in cheek. I meant to say that. I know we've kind of lost the ability to joke about things. So I feel like now you got to preface every joke with it's a joke. Well, I don't really agree with that either because... <laughs> I like I'm just saying somebody would have read that and been like, how dare you talk about those people? And it's like, no, I'm actually on their side. I get it. I think I it think was sarcasm. Yeah, I think it's it's a sad state of affairs that we can't just enjoy something for what it is. And just but without I still being truly aff- believe more people do. Yeah, and again, I, I think I, the people I who like- enjoy it are the quieter voices in the room. And I still feel like that the, they heavily outweigh the negativity it's just the the negativity is salacious and gets clicks mm. and that's what we hear about like one of my favorite podcasts that i listen to for reasons that i don't feel like people would automatically associate with him but have you ever listened to gilbert godfrey's amazing colossal podcast i have not no okay well if anybody don't worry I, However you feel about Gilbert Gottfried, you know, I mean, Gilbert's Gilbert, mm-hmm. but he is he is a very humble man on a lot of levels. I think it's just his personality on stage is different from who he is, but he can be that way on his podcast. But it's not like him screaming the entire time. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah, they they talk to um, actors, filmmakers, people in the industry who to people today would not know. You know what I mean? Like the youth of today, if you said 
do you know who uh, Ted Wass is or Beverly D'Angelo or, 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 or you know, some mm-hmm. actor or director or somebody like that? They'd be like, I don't know who that is. You know, but back in their day, they were hot commodities, you know. Right. And those are just two that just popped off the top of my head. But they talk about all these things from way back when. And sometimes you hear these stories and, and it just... It's interesting to think about because the the last episode they did, they were talking about Blazing Saddles. They were talking to two of the writers for that film Mm -hmm. and the entire process because they were talking about how they worked with Mel Brooks and then they were working with Richard Pryor. That's a fun fact about Blazing Saddles is he helped write the script. He was supposed to be the lead in that movie and his, from what I've heard, his personality at the time was so toxic that the studio was afraid to cast him in the film because he was not interesting specific. yeah yeah he was not specifically and then now i think we've gotten to a point where that movie wouldn't fly at all today and that's so, yeah that's yeah. the biggest thing that they've talked about is like why wouldn't this movie work today why wouldn't it fly today and i don't know i mean it, it's it's because of you know how they approach everything and how everything kind of comes off but the movie mm. is so funny i can watch it, it. And laugh. And I just, I feel like if I showed it to someone with a more current state of, of mindset, they would they would be offended by it the entire time yeah. going, I just can't I believe. think it's just a lot of people have lost the ability to just turn off their brain and just laugh at things. Because, like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on a comedian side on that where we can joke about anything. And yes, mm-hmm. anything. I know you're going to be like, but what about blah, blah, blah? Nope, that thing, as long as it's done very well and -hmm. intelligently, you can laugh about it too. I guarantee whatever you're thinking in your head right now that absolutely could not be made a joke about can be made a joke about in an intelligent way. Um, And I think more people just need to learn to sit down and just turn that part of it off. It wasn't meant to piss you off. It had, you know, no agenda. It's just we found this thing funny about this thing Mm -hmm. and it's okay to laugh at it. Yeah. It's okay. that's anyway. that's the biggest takeaway right there. It's okay to laugh it's about. Okay, it. you we don't do have not... to have a stance on every single thing in the world. No, <laughs> I wish don't. people would just would just enjoy life. Yep, just just find things funny because I and do. Play I games. love. Yeah, I love that movie so much, and I understand where people could be offended, could be offended, but it's not meant to be right. That way, it's not meant to be. If you take a look, because all they're looking at is the negativity. They're looking at the the negative words and things that we can't say nowadays. But mm-hmm. that's not that was not the purpose of it is to offend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just I know. No, I feel we, you, man. And this is why you and I can enjoy so much more media because we can right. just turn that part off and and accept it for what it is. And if I don't laugh, I can accept the fact that joke wasn't meant for me and move on mm-hmm. with my day. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean it wasn't funny. Just means it. Uh, I don't get it because I haven't lived whatever I needed to live to be able to relate to it. That's fine mm-hmm. too. But I'm sorry we got yeah. off on a tangent. Well, I know I a little tangent like, here. But I, I just <laughs> felt like I mean we don't get to talk about anything other than video games most of the time. So I figured that's true. Why not? Why not and have those a moment? Kind of things go hand in hand. A lot of yeah. gamers watch movies and vice versa. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I would I would open that you know up to our audience if you want to chime in on our little conversation our little tangent there you by all means let us know how you feel about it but uh 
What have you been playing, Lise? Oh my God, Disco Elysium. It's taken up my whole week. I I'm glad I went ahead and and, and pulled the trigger and and got it because it really it really is a really good game. It's this the story is quite deep. It is more old school RPG. So if you're the type that doesn't want to read your video game, you're gonna hate it. You're gonna mm. freaking hate it because it is it's text. It's long text, and depending on how much of the answers and stuff you want to get into. Um, it can create even more longer situations. Um, but I did beat it. Nice. So, or at least one playthrough anyway, which I'm, I'm assuming probably more than one playthrough would be needed if you wanted to get the full effect of everything just because of the role-playing aspect and where you want to allocate your points. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you weren't like high enough to roll a specific thing for composure, maybe the next playthrough you want to, make that the highest stat that you have and unlock all of those different ways to get to the end of it, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. It's definitely an old school, old school RPG in that sense. Um, so it, it, it took me about 36 hours, I guess is what my steam says, but I also take into account how slow I play things. And sometimes I might walk away from the PC for 20, 30 minutes while the game is still up. So I don't, you know, like, I'm just like, I'll be right back while I go grab food or do something like that. Um, So probably roughly 30 to 35 hours is probably what it would take if you're casual like me and just really take your time. Well, Um, I was about to say, it felt like you breezed through it. So, I mean... It, I had a lot of free, more free time this week than anticipated. I got cut ah, from okay. work one night, so I ended up just going, you know what? I'm going to buckle in since I thought I was going to be at work this whole evening and just just lose myself in the story of this game, and, and I enjoyed it very much. Um, and that's probably the only thing of, like, any meat that I played this week, the fact that mm. I was able – yeah, I can't remember the last time I've breezed through a game that fast, or it feels like that fast, but then when I looked at the hours spent, I was like, damn, really? I did all that already mm. this week alone? That's like a full-time job right there. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's how much time it took. Um, yeah, and just like a couple of other little things as time wasters if I had the time. And, and Untitled Goose Game. Yes. Which I did beat one. Well, there's like the and but wait, there's more section where you can go back and do like a speed run of some of the stuff or just like now try to mix up the different things. And oh, my God, that's just like it's so fun. Mm -hmm. I I, I, I now get it. I now get it. I've been indoctrinated into the fold. I get why people were going so crazy over it. So thank you. I don't know if anybody knows Stephen gifted that to me for um, a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And so we played it on stream Friday and Saturday, and it was a good time. You you just get to be an asshole goose, and I mean, yeah. I just like I don't know if I could sell it any better than that. You just run around terrorizing people and um, trying to keep the bow on, which was apparently my whole goal the whole time was to not lose my bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my goal for the game. But yeah, uh, those two cleared. Mm-hmm. So I got to go back, like I said, and do some of the other like little smaller stuff. But that's that stuff I could do at a later time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what have you been playing? Well, Untitled Goose Game as well, because after no, nice. I got got myself into it, I was just like, no, you've got to play this too. Like, I wanted to share <laughs> the love because I enjoyed nice. it so much. Yeah. And I think it was already the simplicity of it, the way it it's just something unique and something different is already kind of what's getting me into it. But the fact that I felt relaxed playing it. You know, I didn't feel like I was on any kind of time limit. And I think that's why the speed run part of it's kind of like, 
I don't really know if I want to do that because the yeah. the joy of the game for me was just figuring everything out. You know, mm-hmm. like you'd look at your list and it was just like, all right, I'll just kind of waddle around here. And I just like messing with everybody. Like every time they'd kind of give me a look, I'd put up my wings like mm-hmm. what? What? Come on. And then just I was such a jerk in the business. beginning. I stole dude's keys and then just ran out into the lake and dropped it. And I'm now like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what? <laughs> what do? And then I would just go and like into his yard and start stealing everything that I could. I drugged so much of his stuff to the lady shop. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it took him forever. Like I didn't even realize he was still doing it, walking back and forth to grab his stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to be doing that for a long time. Oh, yeah. And uh, the young child who now needs therapy. Yeah, because it's tried to flog him pretty good. (laughs) I forgot that, like, I tripped him in the puddle, which was, like, one of the the goals, I think, like, after goals, and Mm -hmm. then just stole his glasses, because why not? And I just ran off with him and threw him somewhere and went and played some more of the game and came back, and that poor kid was still in the puddle looking for his glasses. (laughs) After I had already locked him in the garage and the telephone booth. So Mm -hmm. um, he needs therapy. Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest hurdle that i had was in the garden section not the the farmer's garden but the where the neighbor is at oh, because yeah. i was because you kind of have to circle around to get some of your goals done yes and if the neighbor caught you he'd start throwing stuff back over and it was like God, come on dude Mm-hmm. just stop mm-hmm. and then you'd have even to he would like see around. the bow and i'd yell at him i'm like dude the bow isn't even yours don't yeah. let this concern you it is on my neck leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> like everything else fine but you leave the bow on my neck dang it mm-hmm. i think <sighs> but yeah that that section kind of threw me for a loop a little bit but not in a bad way it was just like trying to figure out all right i've got to keep I got to keep a lower profile because I think I was running around strutting a lot more. And I was like, no, I've got to be stealthier here. Mm It'll be quieter. Like Metal Gear Solid it. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the the entire game. And then, of course, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it yet. But the ending, I was just like, okay, now it all Mm -hmm. makes sense why these people Mm -hmm. are the way they are. Why yeah. they're so frustrated with this little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fun. It's great, great fun game. Yeah. It's simple. And it's, it's just like just a wholesome little, yeah, it's just, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I recommend. I want more of it. I want more of this game. I would be surprised if we get like DLC little areas or something of it. I don't know. I don't they, care. They got to be thinking about it, how successful it was. Like, yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at like numbers like how much money they brought in or anything like that. But I mean, I imagine it had to have been pretty good because I feel like I was the last person out of my friend group that gaming friend group that hadn't played mm. it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I was kind of on the, the back end of that too. But again, I just, I didn't have a platform that I wanted to play it on. And then it finally came to my platform. You just, yep. you know, we're like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> eh. I just didn't know whether. I was hemming and hawing about whether I was like, I would probably like it. Well, I don't know. And then I'd watch some more of it. I'm like, yeah, no, I probably would. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. puzzle mm-hmm. games, though, sometimes, you know. But it, it, it was fun puzzles. It wasn't like. No, it wasn't frustrating. Hair out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just had to. I don't know. I felt like discovering what they were was part of the fun. It's just, you know, if it says do this, it's like, well, just kind of study the surroundings. And even if you, you get a little frustrated by it, just mess with somebody. Have fun right. with them. You know, honk yeah. at them. Exactly. 
But yeah, uh, outside of playing that, uh, still trying to finish up Assassin's Creed 3, which I feel like I'm doing more completionist stuff before I get to the the ass end of it because I've only got three sequences left and it's not going to mm-hmm. take me that long, I don't feel, to do that. So I've just been cleaning house on a lot of things. Yeah. And I'll get there eventually. I just, I'm having fun with it, you know, for, for what I... What I'm doing, but I had to take a break for the Untitled Goose game. I wasn't going to allow that to. There's no reason to rush by. through anything. Nah, You're I've got time. It. Take your time, exactly. Okay, well, guys, it's time to get into the meat of our show. All the stuff we normally do. Let's talk about some news to start with. Um, I've got two news stories. The first is, uh, you know, we've spoken about refund policies on the show before. You know, every company's kind of got their own uh, way of doing things, most adhering to the policy that uh, all digital sales are final. But we have kind of seen exceptions to the rule where Mm -hmm. the company... I'd say if the if the game was broken, I think Sony, when, what was it, Fallout 76 started happening, right. they started issuing re- refunds, which, right. you know, get on Probably them Probably they could still do to this day. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, most of the time people are just like, well, why can't you refund this game? And, well, why can't you do that? And they've just, that's been their policy through and through for every company. Digital sales are final. You want to refund, go With get a consoles, physical copy. yeah. Yeah. PC, there's, there's quite a few... That you can still do, like Steam has its own, like mm-hmm. under two hours gameplay or within two weeks of buying it, whichever is first, you know. Right. Um, that you can return pretty much anything and it's super easy usually. I'll have my money back in like an hour, you know. Just good. But mm-hmm. Consoles, yeah, they've always been a little harder. Now, it seems the door may be opening just a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say for sure, but this I feel like might set a precedent in the future, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. Uh, A Nintendo of Europe actually had to issue a refund to a player uh, who bought a digital game. He was a Russian video streamer that apparently missed fine print regarding the game he was purchasing that stated you had to have two Joy-Cons, two working Joy-Cons, to uh, play the game, which I Uh, felt like, you know, if you had a Switch... Is that what you, you need? Yeah. I thought you would have two working Joy-Cons. Unless he unless bought he, the controller. Or, or maybe he got the uh, yeah. the. Some the people light. buy the controller that, I don't, I mean, it just looks like kind yeah, of but a, a regular controller. I thought, I thought they come with the Joy-Cons. I thought that was all They do. Yeah. I so. mean, it sounds like this dude just broke them or lost them or something is where I thought the story might be going. And since he had the controller, maybe he wasn't thinking he needed to bother with it. But anyway. You can, yeah, yeah. Continue with the story. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, he, you need something. Yeah, he needed two Joy-Cons to play it. Apparently he didn't have them. He was going to play this game, and he couldn't on his stream, so now he was kind of upset. So uh, he filed a lawsuit. Uh, the Wait. streamer's lawyer, I know, the streamer's lawyer <laughs> argued that the eShop did not provide correct information that should be available as outlined in the Russian Consumer Rights Law. So, Nintendo of Europe had to settle out of court, give this guy his money back, which was maybe This like is why it. we can't have nice things. I know. But anyway, um, I'm kind of not on that guy's side. No, screw that guy. Like, you it, know you need those, I don't know, whatever, like... 
This this from from the store listing, it lists, it says to work it it was there. Then why are he they just, paying out any money? Be I guess because they argued that it wasn't clear enough. Like it wasn't in his face, like you must have two controllers. It was in the fine print at the bottom, you know, where people should read just in case. But some people don't. Anyway, I just, I feel like it's kind of a a BS thing to do because you forgot to read. Why don't you go get another controller, you putts? I'm just sad that you got rewarded for this behavior. Yeah, but that's what we do now. But I don't know other countries' laws, so. Hmm. Uh, the next story is a story that I hate to end our year on because, damn it, people are just terrible. We're just talking about terrible people. I and know, after we just got done being like, why is everyone so negative? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're going to talk about more <laughs> terrible people. Uh, one in particular, uh, a Twitch streamer who goes by the name Majestic Unicorn. Oh, I actually uh, heard about this. Yeah, on December 16th, she was participating in an eight-hour Fortnite marathon. And during this stream, she was just being a neglectful parent and not watching her child because, you know, you can't have, you can't be a parent. This is, And also, just for clarification, 31 years old, I think you should be old enough to understand your responsibilities in life, you know. I'm not even saying a 21-year-old should ha- get a pass here. I'm just saying... You know what you need to be doing. You're an adult now, yeah. Yeah. So uh, her child was trying to get her attention, you know, like a toddler would do, because this was clearly a toddler. Uh, And the streamer, Majestic Unicorn, she could not be bothered by this child because she was trying to play Fortnite. And that's what's most important here, is that she was trying to play Fortnite, and she couldn't play Fortnite because her child wanted something, as toddlers do. Mm-hmm. But but they kind of need you to do the things for them still at this point, mm-hmm. you know. But 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 Fortnite must come first, and instead of tending to her child, this this woman while on stream, mind you, if you didn't see yeah. this video footage, it's there. She shouted at her child, bit the child's arm, and even kind of tossed it around like a rag doll out of frustration because she had I think to be it was a more parent. More than one kid too. Oh, was it more than one? I, I just saw the one. Two kids, yeah. Because I feel Either like way. I saw in one of the clips, like baby daddy, maybe husband, boyfriend. I don't know. Like bringing one in also, and it seemed like the other one was like a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So like she's got two little kids, about maybe a year or two apart. Yeah, and I, I do want to get back to him in a moment um, because. <laughs> Anyway, this yeah. footage was uploaded to Twitter. Uh, there was a poster who who did it, posing the question to Twitch if this was, uh, you know, violating terms of service. Eventually, the Calgary Police of Canada were made aware of the situation, and after investigating, Majestic Unicorn was arrested and charged with assault by the Calgary Police, uh, and Twitch removed her channel entirely. So good. Her children... Mm-hmm. As I mean, kind of as you mentioned, there was yeah. probably more than one. They found more than one inside the household. They were taken to a safe location. Nothing was said of the boyfriend, baby daddy, husband, whomever, but uh, he was in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this person was, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. We saying don't know that, who it is. It could yeah. be a brother, an uncle. I have no idea. Yeah, I. I'm not saying that it was his responsibility. If his father, yes, but at the same time. 
she should also have responsibility for this too. He may have been sitting out there for hours and he just needed a break. And he's like, hey, you got to help with the yeah. kids too. Because I've been there, you know, you're just like, you, you get burnt out and you're just like, hey, you, you all you're doing is playing yeah. a game. You're not doing anything important. Come on, help. You're a yeah. parent too. So I I get that. But as far as I know, nothing happened to him. Okay. So I just hope I don't, the kids are okay. Yeah. Because no matter how you break this down, like they're the ones that are still losing in this situation because sure. now they're being taken out of a home they know, no matter how comforting that home obviously is not for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope they end up okay and in a loving home and all that kind of stuff with whatever happens to this. But it's just, yeah, it was so sickening and gross because you're willing to do this on camera. I can only imagine what kind of shit human you are off of camera then. Sorry to to, to put it like that. No. But like, I know you probably thought you only had two or three people watching at the time. So it doesn't matter. Or maybe it said zero. I don't know. But just. Yeah. Well, see, the way I look at it is if you don't want kids, don't have them. Don't be stupid. Uh, hello. Yeah. Don't be <laughs> why stupid. why I opted out. Not that I would beat my kids, but I'm just saying like I chose not to. And that was OK. You exactly. Know? Like, if, if, if this is going to be a bother to you, if, if video games are more important to you than a kid, then don't don't have a kid. If you know that it's just not going to be worth your time, don't do it. Okay? They have contraceptions for a reason. Condoms, birth control pills, they're all there. Just don't mm. be stupid. That's the, that's the part I can't understand. All these people have kids, and then yet they do terrible things to them, and it's why. Yeah. Clearly, you didn't want them. Clearly, they're a bother. So why did you do it? Because you were and too lazy to go. And I know parents can get frustrated from time to time, but that also takes the like the deference to know to walk away from a situation if you need a moment, if you're getting too angry or upset, because we're still human. Yeah. There is that breaking point with a frustration, regardless of if it's your kids or not. I'm sure they know how to push your buttons more than anyone else. But you don't smack them around and freaking bite them and stuff just because you're annoyed like that would have been a good moment to be like hey other person who's in the house since we don't know who he is i need to walk away turn off the game but that would have interrupted her stream and that's more important and see now this is what what kills me is like all these outlying situations because i'm sure this doesn't happen very often at all like I, 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 but we have these examples that that get a lot of attention. That now all these people are going to get to point to about how see video games does X Y Z to people, even though yeah, there's several people who can't handle almost anything under the sun and is going to abuse it and take it t- too far. Mm-hmm. But it's probably a much smaller group. But then we have these for them to still point at that we're going to have to defend ourselves against for for forever. Um, I don't know. Just be better humans. My God. Like, I hope those kids are okay. I just, I get so sick about the whole thing. I just. No. Yeah. I understand. So hopefully the kids are fine. And that's really all I care about right now. The kids are fine. Good. She can go to hell for all I care. Um, quickets. Hey, let's get into some lighter news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's. Yeah. Let's not end the year on like raw ah, <laughs> punching just stuff. Negative the whole time except for Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, no. Let's try Sometimes to pick it up. We a get bit. a little passionate about a thing and we do. Go. 
Okay, let's talk about uh, how about Sony revealed a new accessory for the DualShock, known as the back button. Yeah. Have you seen this? On the back of the <coughs> controller. Yeah, this is an yeah. attachment that adds two additional buttons on the back of the controller for more configuration options, which were only available on third-party devices. I don't know what this does, other than add I two buttons. <laughs> and how you <laughs> like? How does it help? I don't know because it also seems like it's like in the way. Yes. When I was looking at the design, I was trying to figure out because it almost reminds me of like those little. I don't know even what they're called, those pop-up, pop-it yeah, things yeah, yeah. or whatever that people put on the back of their phones for uh, mm-hmm. whatever reason. I guess it's like a handle. Um, that's what it kind of looked like. So I, in my head, but you know what? You could just, I don't know, be a PC gamer because we have mice that takes care of all those buttons really nicely mm-hmm. in your hand, but whatever, you know, just being snarky. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just looked like it was in the way. Yeah, I didn't, like, they were just, like, two additional buttons in the back, and I'm like, okay, I hold my controller like this. What am I doing with my hands? How am I getting to these other buttons? I, I couldn't understand it. I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not a professional gamer. I'm assuming that's who this is for. Or all oh, I would, yeah, it's probably a smaller group of people, yeah. Who have, yeah, you might who be right. need customization options of all kinds. I don't know, mm-hmm. but... They're coming out with it. Uh, it's going to be cheaper than buying one of these controllers. Uh, this is a thirty buck or thirty dollar attachment. Attachment. Uh, it will release on January twenty third. So if you're interested, there you go. Just look right. for that. Uh, Google Stadia acquired Typhoon Studios, which is a developer founded by veterans of other companies like Ubisoft, EA, and WB Games. However, uh, they have not released one game. <laughs> So when did they I guess, acquire them? Like ever? Like, like even this, before being acquired? No, they just acquired them this this past week. But I mean, like they like this developing teams never made they, games. They they are working on a game, but they have not oh. released one. So this so is they, their first project. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I don't know why you would snag up maybe a, a collectively that, this is a new team but like all of them in their own right like have completed other things that stadia has taken notice of and wants to get on maybe, maybe i mean you again, know vet, veterans i would imagine there's names in the industry that people are like oh yeah they did really great when they were with blah 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 let's you know mm. i mean the guy who's my, the the guy who was heading it up i can't remember his name but he did have some uh good credits behind his name. There you go. I just, I feel like it's a bit of a gamble though, considering I understand they're good people and they're veterans of the industry, mm-hmm. but they've not done anything. I feel like it's more of a gamble for them. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <I don't laughs> to know. make games for Stadia as opposed to just making games to be released um, across different platforms. Sure. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, mm-hmm. And while on the subject of Stadia, if you happen to be one of the people who play on Stadia, which I don't know anybody who does, uh, they know. now have achievements, if that's something you're mm-hmm. we're hoping for. So there you go. Achievements. Everybody likes those. Um, hot off the heels of the announcement involving Telltale Games properties like The Wolf Among Us 2 and the new or reissue of Batman games, because they weren't really new. Yeah. They just put a filter on them. Uh, the newly revived studio is said to be working to ensure a, quote, non-crunch environment. Good. And I hope they actually do that. And mm. I think we've seen proof that your people will bust you out if you don't. Yeah. We always I get don't... those nice little articles that'll come out because somebody will talk about it, man. 
I don't need their games to come out at any particular date. Right. You give me the game when you are comfortable with it, when you are done, and I will play it. That's right. it. You don't yeah. have to rush it I don't need it to out. abuse humans to get it out to me in enough time. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's not saving lives or anything here. We got to no. put some of this stuff in perspective here. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's it's fine. It's perfectly yeah. fine. Did you know, and I feel like I've heard of this. I feel like I've heard of this somewhere down the line before, but I guess I don't know if I've ever seen it. But did you know that there was a prototype of a Nintendo-made PlayStation in the world? I did not know this, actually. Of course, it also could be a Sony-made Nintendo. I don't know. It kind of looks like a Nintendo. Some sort anyway. of mishmash. Yeah, this this was. Well, uh, I don't something... remember back in the day. Weren't they planning on like teaming up and then? Yes. Okay. This, so this prototype came from that. This is before okay. Sony went off and did their own thing with the PlayStation because mm-hmm. whatever the deal was, from what I remember, Sony was looking for a little control, and Nintendo was like, "Screw you." You need us more than we need you. Right. Like, we have the brand name right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, they shot him in the foot because now look at how the roles are reversed in some way. Just saying. Despite that. They did well for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. There was a prototype that was made of what this thing would have been. Uh, It never hit the market, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it it did exist. It wound up in the hands of someone who was involved. Uh, I'm guessing somehow it slipped out of their hands and wound up in this group of auctioned items. But if you want to bid on it, it's going to be on the bidding block on February 27th. So, uh, you know. Oh, I can't wait to see what that goes for. Because, like, is there even any games to play on it? Like, did they even Mm. make it that far? I don't think so. So no. it like what it it's just basically a museum piece is what I would Pretty imagine. Much. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, people like to collect that sort of thing, but mm. uh, I'll be interested to see what that goes for. So what I, I want to see how many lifelong gamers with FU money there is and I want to see mm. the war begin. <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> uh Capcom has filed new trademarks for some of its older franchises like Dino Crisis and Power Stone and Darkstalkers mm-hmm. and that kind of led people to speculate that the company might release a new collection of some sort, you know, like a game collection. Or, or I mean, the way they've been redoing everything, maybe they mm-hmm. plan on slapping new dresses on everything. Who knows? I mean, it's been working out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, uh, it's been reported that the upcoming Resident Evil 3 remake from Capcom will change certain elements of the original game. I don't feel like that's anything for people to get pissy about, although I'm sure somebody is, even though we don't know what it is. But in regards to a game that was made years ago versus today, I'm sure there are things that must be changed to kind of that are going to work to its advantage if they do. So I don't know what mm-hmm. exactly they're changing, but I feel like it's going to be for the better betterment of the game. Right. That's just my opinion, but you know, people are going to be pissed for whatever reason. Yeah, like I said, one percent <clears throat> of people. Mm-hmm. The release. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that when people are like everyone. I'm like, no, no. One percent. Uh, The release date of the remastered version of Warcraft 3 that was set to release this year has been moved to January 28th of next year. So if you were looking forward to that for some reason, just got to wait one more month and you'll be fine. Mm 
Right. Uh, the, outer, the Outer Worlds is getting story DLC in 2020. So that's something. <sighs> I got to get the game pass. I, I got to play I, that. Mm-hmm. I want to play it. Uh, a PlayStation 4 player set a record by earning 50 platinum trophies in 20 hours. What? Yeah. In 20 hours. 20 two hours. Mm-hmm. 20 That's a hours. lot of games. How oh, many platinums sure. are there usually per game? One? One. Because you have to get all the trophies within a game to earn the, the platinum. And not all games have platinums. I'll still give this person credit, but this feels like a, like they set up for this moment for a while. Like, I almost well, feel like you had to play these games to the point where, you know, you could get the platinum and then mm-hmm. dedicated yourself to, like, speedrunning all of them through the platinum moments. Well, one thing to keep in mind is he actually laid out the list of games that he played, and I mm-hmm. can't remember which one. So I would assume it would have had to have been 50 different games. Mm-hmm. Plus, I know some in that list. I didn't list them here because I didn't really care. <clears throat> he, there were some multiples, so he played a game more than once. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like some platinums might have required a second playthrough or something like that. No, more or on a different on a different console. Like you can get some games will allow you. Like you can play the same game on the PlayStation Four, but you can also play it on the Vita, and you can get to platinums oh okay sometimes they that because i never get the handheld sometimes they cross play sometimes they don't so they didn't say what he was playing them on they just said that he played all these games and some he played more than once but he sped run through them and they were very short simple games you know games that wouldn't really take you all that much time to play however he did say of his accomplishment that this proves that the trophy system is broken so apparently he did it for some odd reason. Okay. I have to prove a point, I suppose. I guess I would have to look more <laughs> into it to see how it proved anything. I just thought this was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do for fun? And I would have accepted that. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no. Right, you know? He had he had motives. <laughs> Not he just didn't want an attaboy. He wanted no. to have an agenda. Yeah. Uh... An anime based on Square Enix's RPG series Dragon Quest was announced. So if uh, you like anime oh. and you like Dragon Quest, but a boom. There you go. I like Dragon Quest, or at least I like the older ones. I'm not. Um, I couldn't tell you anything about the newer games, like oh, one through four, yeah. like from the old NES days. That's about mm-hmm. all I remember. <laughs> right. I think I played five on DS, and that was so long ago. I don't. Wow. I don't yeah. remember anything. And finally, do you remember the film The Wizard? Nope. It had Fred Savage and his little brother who would just go, California, California. And then they were trying to get across the, the, the America on a road trip to go to the Nintendo World Championship so they could earn money. And it was like a 90-minute-long 90 90 ad for Nintendo. Wow, no. I you don't remember this movie, really? I through that period of time. I've not, I don't know why it's not clicking with me wow. at all. Okay, well, when this... did it come out? Uh, in 88, I believe. I feel like that's right. Somewhere in that, okay, that time yeah. frame. Because the big deal about this movie 
if if there was any claim to fame, actually there's two. One, if you pay very close attention to this one scene, you can spot a very, very youthful Tobey Maguire standing off to the side. Aww. Just sitting there just like with his little goofy face just staring about. He was nobody <laughs> at the time, you know? He, he well, was nobody. Well, how, how old could he have been? Uh, 10 maybe at best? I don't even know how old Tobey Maguire is. Yeah. He still looks super young to me. Like He was a kid. I mean, you can yeah. tell that. But second of all, um, audiences in America did not know anything about Super Mario Brothers 3. And when this movie came out, at the end, they were just like, now for the championship, we're all going to play a brand new game. Because throughout this whole championship, the kid, the wonderkind, if you will, he had been training how to play these games. And he apparently was like autistic Rain Man type who could just play a game and and do awesome Mm -hmm. at it. And... He had been playing all the games that they played at the championship. But then they said, we're going to whip out a brand new game. And they were just like, oh, my God, what's it going to be? Oh, my God. Uh," You know, in panic because he doesn't know how to play this new game. Uh And then they reveal Super Mario Brothers 3 to the world. And everybody's like, ah! Because we hadn't seen (laughs) Super Mario Brothers 3 before. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty big for audiences who'd... You know, at the time in the theater. Yeah. But now we've Our seen it. Our gamer nerds then. Yeah. Yeah. So it was interesting in that regard. But anyway, despite that, uh, if you know that movie, you love that movie, there's a special edition Blu ray release coming out courtesy of The Shout Factory. Oh, okay. So eh. you can check it out now if you want that's uh, the one they want to like remaster or something but okay yeah well shout factory does a lot of uh oddball movies and stuff so i I actually appreciate them going out there and digging up all these old titles that people forgot so i mean it has to have an audience or else i don't know why they'd keep doing it then so yeah i mean they they actually were the ones who revived and put out the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show from the 80s. The old Mario oh, Brothers okay. cartoons and stuff like that. They, oh, they released okay. Those. Yeah, yeah. Where you got Captain Lou Albano as Mario. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just got to watch that. I swear to God. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show, but I'm going to bring it up now. I swear. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. There is a clip in the very first episode. Of that of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and if you don't know what that is, go look it up. It's a it was a cartoon show with Super Mario Brothers, but then they had these live action bits at the beginning that showed Mario and Luigi in Brooklyn being plumbers or whatever. And it was supposed mm-hmm. to have like little Saturday morning cartoon lessons that you know teach your kids and whatnot. Anyway, at the beginning of this episode, you have Mario and Luigi trying to you know present themselves, kind of clean up and whatnot, and they're sitting there looking at each other and he's like, well, Mario, you've uh, forgotten this and you got to clean this up. And he's like, well, Luigi, you got to do that. I don't care what anyone says. I've watched this clip so many times. Mario cusses out Luigi in this clip because oh, yeah? he, Luigi comes up and goes, hey, look, you didn't get your uh, this piece of spaghetti off your overalls or whatever. And he looks at him and he goes, well, fuck you, Luigi. He's supposed to be saying, he's supposed to be saying, thank you. Okay. That's what I would assume. Like he's, Uh thank you, Luigi. You watch that clip. 
It's an F coming out of his mouth. I don't care what they say. <laughs> there was you no, ain't going to convince me. No, I've watched it so many times. I hear F. I see mm-hmm. F. That's what he said. And I know this is a kid's show, but Well, sometimes me. they slip little things in there for the adults, too. Maybe it shouldn't be that thing, but I mean, yeah. I know you got to slip some adult humor in there because... They know parents are getting forced to watch this stuff, which is entertained a little too, you know. Go look it up on the internet. I'm sure it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's just, I know that's what's happening. I, I cannot be convinced otherwise. If it was just, if it was slightly off a little bit more, where I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah, I could see it was, you just don't hear it right. But they even try to cover it up with laughter. Come on. You I feel know, like that, it would have been easier just to re record that line, but whatever. That canned <laughs> laughter that they do. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. old shows anyway i got off on a tangent again i can't help it people i'm not gonna right be up. you know doing this for a while i'm trying to get my time in with with my bestie uh there we go. i know I, we're gonna have to just like get together on saturday mornings anyway just mm-hmm. just because yeah uh got no truth to trash this week because we'll get to that later mm-hmm. uh weird news we've got one little bit of that so i don't think Anyone would be surprised that you can't pull one over on the Pokemon company because their franchise is so beloved. And Mm -hmm. if anyone tried to capitalize on their characters in any way, shape, or form, they're going to shut that down pretty quick. Well, you see, this guy in uh, Los Angeles was trying to push counterfeit Pokemon, like black market style. And uh, he was busted... Because of the Pokemon company. Apparently, they uh, found him out pretty quick. And then they pointed the L.A. police department in his uh, direction. And apparently, he was in possession of over $1 million worth of fake goods. Oh, my God. And because of that and his racket, he was charged with up to seven felonies. Oh, jeez. Well, bye, dude. Yeah, he screwed. Sorry about it. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. So don't I'm try to... I'm telling you, man, if these criminals really put their, their brilliant mind to good, I'm telling you, because sometimes... I'm not this scheme in particular, really, but like sometimes they're so brilliantly laid out where I'm just like, man, why couldn't we have used that for a good purpose? It would have been that that mind is going to waste to trying to be nefarious, you know? Like, because people clearly are... Clearly you're smart enough, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but people are dumb. And that's that's the truth. Uh, like you probably could have made a million dollars worth of a product somebody probably really wanted that would have been ripping off something else, you know? Mm-hmm. You had the resources. So I'm going to barrel through some release dates since this is uh, the last episode of the year. I am going to try, and I say try, to get through all of the release dates between now and the time we come back. But oh wow, there are a lot. So if I get burnout at some point, I'm going to stop. Just to let I you know. If I were you, I'd just be like, link is in the description below. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as it That's sounds. That's like two weeks worth of stuff, maybe three. Yeah. Well, it's four weeks, and it it, four it weeks. sounds okay. A long time. It sounds bad, and I thought our our list was going to be very small because you know holidays. But no, no, the Nintendo uh. Switch. 
had to, to be all, all switchy. So let, let's get yeah. through it. Um, December 23rd, December 23rd, we've got all Switch games, starting with Princess Maker Go Go Princess for Nintendo Switch, but that also comes to PC. But the rest, the rest are all Nintendo Switch. Uh, Princess Maker Fairy Tales Come True, f- Down to Hell, Rush Rally 3, Regions of Ruin, Sacred Stones, Dream Ball, Mushroom Quest, Warhammer Quest 2, The End Times, Clumsy Rush, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order Expansion 2, Rise of the Phoenix, and Crazy Zen Mini Golf, all for the Nintendo Switch, all on December 23rd. Then on Christmas Eve, we have Funny Bunny Adventures uh, for the Nintendo Switch, Onikin Unstoppable Edition for Xbox One, Demon Pit for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch, Stramimum, as a word, Stramimum Immortality for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch, Xenoraptor for Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Tamashi for Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Demons with Shotguns uh, for Xbox One, Odalis, The Dark Call for Xbox One, 8-Ball Pocket for Nintendo Switch, Tower of Babel, No Mercy for Nintendo Switch, and Barbarous, Tavern of Emir for Nintendo Switch and PC. Then on Christmas Day, because why wouldn't we have a release on Christmas Day? We have... I feel like the 24th would have been more ideal, but okay. Yeah, we're just... If if somebody was looking forward to the Natsuki Chronicles for Xbox One, uh, then you can give them this on Christmas Day. The, the perfect Christmas gift, Natsuki Chronicles, Xbox One, Christmas Day. Then on December 26th, we have uh, Akuto Showdown for Nintendo Switch and Rolled for Nintendo Switch. December 27th, we have Clocker for Xbox One. December 31st, we have Tamarin for PlayStation 4. January 2nd, we have Link Apix Deluxe. Deluxe. Link Apix, Link Apix Deluxe. Jesus. For Nintendo Switch. That game. That game. January 6th, Blackmore 2 for Nintendo Switch. January 9th, we have Monster Warhammer. Come on, words. We're getting there. We'll get there. (laughs) It's the last time you got a word for a while. Come back. January 9th, we have Monster Hunter World Iceborne for PC. Thoth for Nintendo Switch. That sounds like a Mike Tyson game. I thought I thought something. Uh, and 140 for Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> January 10th, we have Abor- Aboriginous. Aborigin. Aboriginous. Aboriginous. Yep. Aboriginous. Yep. That's what I'm going to say. Aborigines? No, not Aboriginous. Aborigines. 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 looking for this game. It's fine. All right. It's there. Aborigines (laughs) for for Nintendo Switch on January 10th. Then on January 14th, we have the Atelier Dusk. Atelier. God damn. Why do they come up with these stupid names? You're better than I. I would just be like, well, not mentioning it. Doesn't exist. Atelier Dusk Trilogy Deluxe Pack. It has all the games in there that I'm not going to read, but they're all there. So if you know what I'm talking about, then it's the Deluxe Pack and all the games for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Uh, And we also have Super Mega Space Blaster Special Turbo. They're skating on thin ice right there, by God. Uh Uh, Mm -hmm. For PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. January 15th. to start the new year. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... 
January 15th, Puzzle and Dragons Gold for Nintendo Switch. January 16th, Super Crush KO, To the Moon, Matsu, Pure Station, Self, and Sorry James, all for the Nintendo Switch. January 17th, Dragon Ball Kakarot. There's a Dragon Ball Z game coming out uh, Mm -hmm. for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Hovership Havoc for Xbox One and PC. Tokyo Mirage Sessions Encore for Nintendo Switch. I'm almost there. January 21st, Moons of Madness for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Rune Factory 4 Special for Nintendo Switch. And Piesco Psycho Psycho. That's what it is. They they wrote it stupid. That's what it is. Psycho Ah. Shooting Stars Alpha for Nintendo Switch. Sometimes my brain, it, it finds things. Then finally on January 23rd, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners for PC, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC for PlayStation 4, Rugby 20 for Xbox One and PC, and Warhammer 40,000 Space Wolf for Nintendo Switch. I did it! I got through them all! Good job, man. GG. But we also have Xbox games with gold because apparently they wanted to get ahead of the curve and announce them now. So we all know what they are. Uh, Sticks Shards of Darkness for uh, Xbox One from January 1st to 31st. I think I played the first Sticks game. It was, it was all right. I'm not sure that I have, but I feel like I'm familiar with it. I feel like it was a goblin thief yeah. or something. Something like that. Is that like uh, kind of like an XCOM y kind yeah, of gameplay? Something like that. I'd have to go look. Yeah. Uh, there was also Batman the Telltale Series. Xbox One, January 16th through February 15th. <clears throat> Tekken 6 for Xbox One and 360, January 1st to the 15th. And Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, uh, Xbox One, 360, January 16th through the 31st. I almost got excited um, because I thought I spotted, I thought PlayStation was going to announce their games early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought I saw them, but it was for PlayStation Now. So I got like super oh. hyped for a moment, and then I realized it said now, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> because they it's were like, thing. yeah, they were like really good games. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's time to play the final name that game. <laughs> And I say final, I just meant final for the year, not final ever. You never know. You never know. Who knows what may happen next year? Things could change. We could go into some alternate reality. (laughs) We could. But until then, I have four games. And the only reason I got four is because... There was one I just couldn't I couldn't pass up. I was just like, well, <laughs> we, like, I got to go in. Yeah. So I'm going to start with it first. Okay. <clears throat> because this game is a puzzle game. A small game of pushing stakes. It seems to be very simple to you, but it is very difficult to play it. You just need to push the red stake to the exit to win. You don't want to see it simple, in fact. It takes a lot of time to complete the research. He will activate your brain, make your brain smarter, and he will kill your boring time. 
Mm-hmm. Did you follow all that? Because it, it, I mean, I heard words. Yeah, it it went off the rails. I don't know if they strung together very nicely, but um, no, I definitely understood the words. Okay, so as long as you you got that, there were words there. <laughs> yeah, words. Um, is this game a push sticks? B high stakes. C brain smart. Or D puzzle hard you dumb. Oh good God. Uh, I don't know. What was A pushing sticks? Hmm. We'll 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 go with pushing sticks because it makes as much sense as the uh description. Answer is A push sticks. All right. Well good hey. job. <laughs> off to a great start. I guess the yeah. worse it is. Yeah. One thing I've noticed in putting this together, and it, it really starts to crawl under my skin, there are all these games that are just like, this is a really hard game. It's, mm. You might think it's going to be easy, but it's real difficult to play, and yeah. you may not be able to play it. All these yep. assumptions that they've created the hardest game ever. Well, I think it's just like it, it, it'll 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 nag at those <clears throat> correct people that'll be like, oh, yeah, you think so? And then they'll buy it. You know, Probably. can't get Maybe. past my big brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it makes me angry, just that arrogance. But the next game, <laughs> in this game, penguins have lived in peace on the planet Gelia for many, many years. That is until the day the ice roids arrived, a race originated <laughs> From the devastated world, the, okay, uh, leaded, keep that, <laughs> leaded by their king, Roy, oh, they okay. have started a war against so the he's penguins. poisoning his people? Apparently. <laughs> uh, they started a war against the penguins to conquer planet Gelia. Thus, their people remained at war for many, many years. Until the day the penguins and ice roids have made a pact to end once and for all their their dispute. It's English. Their faint their fates will be decided through a big Olympic competition. The winners will be declared the owners of Planet Gelia for many, many years. I'm starting to think that the uh, commandant from Police Academy wrote this. Uh, <laughs> the losers from <laughs> will be banished forever. Let the games begin. Is this game A. Gelia Games B. Ice Roids C. Emperor versus King or D. Intergalactic Ice Olympics? I mean, honestly, any of them would work for me. Like, <laughs> I feel like everything. That was said was in the description at some point. Um, I, you know what? Let's just stick with A, the 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 Galay games or whatever the crap their planet was called or whatever it is, <laughs> the place they live. The answer is B, ice roids. Ice roids, yeah. In my brain, I was back and forth. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's okay. I felt like that was too on the nose. Well, you'd think, but no. I love that I try to rationalize any of this after all of my answers. Oh, well, if you thought that was rational, let's try this one on for size. <clears throat> oh, good. Yay. Mm-hmm. In this game, you play as James. No. 
pay close attention because the story is very, very important. One day, James decided to become a doctor so that he could help people. He left his quiet little street to go and get a PhD as a medical doctor. He spent eight years in medical school and aced all of his exams. He then applied to the most prestigious hospitals and research facilities in all the land. Astonishingly, he was told by every single one, You can't work here. You're a frog. Distraught, he returned home and ordered a package from Jungle Delivery. Upon notification that his package was delivered, it quickly became apparent that it was not. The jungle driver was on drugs and leaving everyone's packages in the wrong location. He stood in the middle of the road, wondering how he could help people and fix his problems. Then he knew what he must do. He must use his medical degree to find and deliver all lost packages for the rest of of his life. Did you follow that? I did. I just assumed it was a novel. So, uh, well, <laughs> freaking long ass description. All right. It gets worse. Uh, is this game? Oh, we're not done. Oh, okay. Is this? Well, game? No. I was like, oh my god, you got more description? No, we haven't gotten to the last one yet. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Is this game a Doctor Toad's Wild Delivery? B. Croker's Consignment. C. Parcel Prescriptions. Or D. Jamestown Courier Frog, M.D. D. The answer is D. Yeah. Jamestown Courier Frog, M.D. I, although I do <laughs> like the, the Croak's Consignment. Thank you. Good job. All right. <laughs> I didn't know how to um, condense this, uh, so I did. I did my best, but I'm all gonna. Right. I'm gonna amp this up <clears throat> because it's all about being amped. Are you ready? Oh yeah, turning it up to eleven. <clears throat> this game asked if you will be the one to seize the future and bring it into four years of American carnage, or will yours just be the latest body of generic policy proposals tossed on the pyre? Prepare for battle as you fight to take back America. Batter your opponents senseless by raining down the fury of the 99% as the revolutionary or major firebrand. Keep in mind, try to figure out who these people are as we go along. Unleash generic policy proposals and pure waffle as the ultra-centrist, the opportunist, or the sheriff. Do a little bit of both as Miss Main Street. Call in favors from powerful friends and lick some of the establishment boots as Working Class Joe. Or cast all inhibition and pretense of moral rectitude to the wind and savor the dubious kink of ambulatory pustules, Agent Orange. (sighs) Hone your skills against the AI in agitator mode. Then switch to revolutionary mode and serve up a solid thrashing to your racist uncle or the reactionary boomer lurking at the holiday dinner table. Then if you feel a yawn coming on, watching the debates and listening to the B-team pontificate the sanctity of the markets and why this means you can't have health care, you can spice things up with the ultra-memeable pundit mode. 
brawl for a better world at the hallowed halls of donors and the variety of the iconic American locales, such as a women's health care clinic, where the only thing that gets between cradle to the grave health care is the billing department. A water purification plant where the only thing filthier, filthier than H2O is the riches of its private sector partners. A child care center in the bright and sunny Sonoran des- Desert. God damn it. And finally, a good old-fashioned tropical resort where yachts still run on coal and child sweat while the first lady and her clones frolic in the pool. Grab a controller and see if you've got what it takes to face down the end times and weather through the brutality of the 2020 electoral cycle. Oh, God. This is a fighting game, by the way. <laughs> if you didn't get grab that. Beautiful. Yeah, no. <clears throat> is this game... A, World War D, B, Pachyderm and the Giant Ass, C, Afterburn Democratalis, Christ, Democratalis? I was just guessing, like with Apocalypse, Democralips, Democralips. Oh, like from Democracy, okay. There we go. Or D, Animal House 2 Electoral College. <laughs> I hope it's D. That would make more sense than anything else that's up there. Um, although, like, maybe just the way you read it, that that gives me uh, gives me the the vibes of C, the democra, whatever. Now democra I can't lips. say it again. Yeah, mm. it makes me feel like democra lips would be uh, fitting. Uh, so I'll go with C, even though you probably came up with it. I mean, I studied that word for some time to make sure I could read it properly and not give it away because it was C, Afterburn Democracy. Well, it was just the way you read it, too, where you're like, this, uh, Sunday, 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 Sunday. You know, and it's like, yeah. Democralypse, you know. Yeah. I watched some of the footage of this game and. Oh, man. At it's least just, for a chuckle? No? Yeah, because it was just like, wow. You know, seeing Bernie Sanders hop around and kick Donald Trump in the Dude, face. Dude, like, all like, of them would break a hip coming yeah, out would. on stage. Let's just say that. Because I didn't hear, like, a, a Pete Buttigieg one. You know, like, one of the ones who can still... Yeah, I'm you know. sure he's in there. I just... You've got to figure out who these characters are. Who's the revolutionary? I mean, obviously, Who's... there was Joe and, you know, mm-hmm. Warren and Bernie. And it's like... It's just trying to dusty. figure out who's who. Because mm-hmm. some of them are obvious and the others you're like, I don't know. So, okay, we have reached the end for a headline where we're going to recount truth or trash. Now, yeah. here's hopefully we're, we're not going to read every single one because well, that's here a long time. <laughs> yeah. So what I did is I was trying to narrow it down to the ones that we have had confirmed or mm-hmm. uh, the debunked. one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to narrow them down now. Out of all the ones we had, I did do a count. So I've got them all listed here so we can kind of pick and choose. But just so you're aware, there were at least, there were 100 exact that were confirmed wow. or denied throughout the year. Throughout the year? Yeah. All right. So wow. the rest are still That's a sitting. Lot. Yeah. So the rest are still sitting, but we have 100 here. So what I wanted to kind of do is kind of look through and try to find some of the more interesting ones uh, and kind of go over it. And then I'll let you know what your tally was 
uh, toward okay. the end. Um, let's see here. I guess the for starters, we'll go with this one. The PlayStation 5 and the Xbox 2, we said would be announced at E3, and clearly they were not. Uh, right. You and Todd both said no, and obviously it wasn't, so you got that one. Nice. Um because I'm not going to have any clue at this point, like what I've said yes or no to. <laughs> Clearly, if we had 100 that were confirmed, that means there was many more that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both thought that uh, The Last of Us Part Two would be released in October, which was not. was not, yeah. Uh, you did not believe Death Stranding would be released in September, unlike Todd. And obviously, it was not. Um, ha! There was the talk about a new Switch. We said it would be a Switch 3D. You both said no, and there was not one. Um, what else do we have here? There's a lot of good ones. Oh, the Xbox Game Pass possibly coming to the Switch. You were not having it. And Todd <laughs> believed it, but it has not happened. But then we also had the confirmation about Xbox One games going to Windows 10. You did believe that, and it did happen. The uh, You did not believe that the Xbox One, the discless Xbox One, would release in May, which it did. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was just a stupid move. I need to look into it, I guess, to see if like I was correct in my line of thinking. Yeah. Even if it did come out, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a very interesting one, is we mentioned something about, uh, I guess, rumors floating around about Google's first console, but we mm-hmm. said it would be called Google Game, and it would release at the GDC. Uh, obviously, it wasn't a console, right. so, you know, there's that. Then, <laughs> this one like I wanted truth? to bring Half true, maybe. This one I wanted to bring up because I thought this was interesting is that we said the next chapter of a Dead by Daylight game would be based around Evil Dead. You said no, but this is arguable because Ash was added, but there really wasn't anything beyond that. So I don't really know if Mm -hmm. you can consider that a chapter per se. And this was before we knew Ash Williams (laughs) was going to be in the game? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you have dates. So there was just like... I don't know. Like, if I if I were to... Because, like, we, the way we phrased it, like, as a chapter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. And usually when you're doing a new chapter, there's a new map, there's a new killer, there's a few, maybe one, two, three, four survivors, depending on whatever story they're, they're inserting into that one. So I'm going to say we were right by saying no. Sure. Because just giving you a survivor, that's not a new chapter or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um... The uh, here was a good one. Uh, we said that the PlayStation Five and the what we now know is the Xbox Series X will run with a computing speed of twelve point six teraflops. The Xbox Series X has been confirmed at twelve, so we could say that's technically right, at least partly right for what we know right now. Yeah. And both of you did say yes. So I'm kind of giving that as a, a confirmed, yes, because... Yeah, because you know PlayStation's going to at least have to do that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? There were all the uh, Mortal Kombat characters. We were practically right about that because that, that list was spot on. 
Yeah, uh, if there's so. ever been a character like made since the dawn of time, it'll go into Mortal Kombat at some point. And Smash mm. Brothers. And Smash Brothers. Yeah. So many of those that have just never happened. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was the uh, the Wit- the Witcher 3 would be released in September on the Switch. Uh, you said yes, but it was released in October. So that's a, you know, small technicality. Yeah. but eh. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, all the Smash. I'm like not even release go. dates are hard for me to predict when the developing team doesn't even know when the crap they're going to put out their game. So you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll then we've got all these win. Smash Brothers characters. I'm not even going to get into because uh, so many. Oh, there. Yeah, this one was an interesting one. Is that we mentioned that Dragon Age Four would be announced on December fourth. Now, granted, it didn't happen. Uh, but you you did ask you were like well what's so important about that day turns out it was dragon age day yeah that was later on yeah when i was seeing all that stuff i'm like oh yeah duh so at least i mean i'm a fan of the game but i don't know that i have like dates on when it was released and all that stuff and locked down in my brain but Mm. and here was yeah i was trying to look because i was trying to make notes of anything that I, i really found to be very interesting um this one was really, really interesting because this could be flipped one way or the other, depending on how you want to argue it. Rocksteady's new Batman game does not feature Batman, but the Suicide Squad. You said yes. We said that it was debunked because we haven't had a an announcement to any new Batman game of any kind. However, it was confirmed that the studio was working on a Suicide Squad game. But they just couldn't get the game to work on the engine because they were trying to work off the old Arkham engine. Yeah. So it was confirmed that it was being worked on. It just never got released. I feel like I heard rumors about it, which is probably what led me to say, what did I say, true? Yeah. Or like that, Mm. yeah. So there was that... um, this was the most one of the more recent ones is that we said a remaster of Bayonetta will be announced at the Game Awards and you said yes. However, if we can argue semantics, it was announced a day before, so All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's fine. A, it's all about wording, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's like I always try to pay good attention because I'm like, there's probably like one word he's flipped in there. Yeah. And I can't hone in on it. Uh, and then we said that the Witcher series would come out on December 20th and boom, it did. And you mm-hmm. said, yes, it would. So boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And you know what? That one was not something I, that was a rumor per se. I actually came up with that date because I was doing, you. I was doing the math. I was just like, okay, they usually release stuff on a Friday somewhere in this realm here based on a lot of the stuff that was coming out. I was like, it's gotta be the 20th. That was my prediction spot on good for you i figured out man i figured out netflix cracked the code i have now i know when everything's gonna come out and because i mean that's like even a perfect time because most people are probably like that have real jobs like legit christmas vacations and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you have time to sit there and binge watch so out of 100 how many do you think you got right oh man this would be like a really good time for me to sound smart. Like I understand the law of averages and all this kind of stuff. So, but knowing me, I'm going to say out of a hundred, let's say I got 33. I'll, I'll give myself maybe a third. Correct. 
I don't know. He's not looking like he's too happy. No, I mean, you, you're being, you're actually better than that, believe it or oh, not. Oh, I'm Just, being like too you, humble. Because you, okay. you, were, you were close. Uh, you got 36. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're, you're pretty close to what you thought. <laughs> I was going to say about 33 sounded yeah. good. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll so, take that. Yeah. A third out of all of that. Sure. And I, I would like to know, considering how you and Todd split on a lot of things, like how many he would have gotten, because I did list the few that he had, and he got mm-hmm. 13. But again, that's out of only the ones that he did. So right. where would he have, yeah. Where would he have hit yeah. throughout the year? I think he would have beat me, if think I'm so? being honest. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think he delves deeper into um, certain rumors than I do. Mm. Like, I'll read a few rumors and I accept that, but he always seems to have more facts to back up why he believes a certain thing than than a lot of the times I do. Because sometimes right. mine is just a gut feeling. Whereas he's like, nope, I read these 42,000 things about 10 minutes before I got here. And this guy, and he has names for people and everything. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right, cool. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's, he studies up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not a bad average. I, I'm glad that we actually got to keep track of this this time and, and mm-hmm. see how it all works out because I was curious to see how well we do. And our, our average is about yeah. like it was last time. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like well, this is my first for full the course. year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So Wow, yeah. a year, man. Over Good for year. you. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's that's everything. That's all we got for this year. And, uh, you know. We need a break. We're gonna we're gonna Everyone recharge does. our batteries and, yeah. and try to get everything back on on track. But next year, next year's gonna be something special. It'll be a I, big I really year, hope, guys. Mm, and I really hope that everyone who's listening now will stick around and check out all the awesome stuff we got because I'm telling you what what we've got in store. Go um, subscribe to the YouTube. Well, mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. You're going to want to see what's coming up on Pencil and Paper Productions on YouTube for sure. Mm-hmm. With confidence. I'm going to say this now. It's, You're going to be glad you did it. It's going to be something uh, wholly unique. Something I've never done mm-hmm. before. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Much but excited. everyone, that is our show. Hit us up on Twitter during the holidays. Let us know what you've been playing Keep us in, informed. We'll keep you informed of everything that we're doing and when we're coming back. Uh, you can send us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com and just, just tell us whatever you want. Tell us uh, your favorite gaming story. Tell us your favorite holiday gaming stories. You know, anything like that. Or just, mm-hmm. you know, tell us anything. Share a story. We'll share it on the, the podcast if you want. Mm-hmm. Find us on Instagram. You can view our weekly icon art. This this episode's icon is, uh, I like I like what I did with it. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. See, I get uh, surprised at the same time as you guys. I don't I don't get sneak peeks of these <laughs> things. Support the show by liking, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions and checking in a buck. You can tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and even YouTube.com slash pencil paper productions. Hit that subscribe button. Click it. Do it. And then click that. And it's in this where we're supposed to be like, and ring that bell for notifications. And ring the bell. That way you never miss a video. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit like. 
if you if you didn't like it, hit it twice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Lacey O'Finley. We hope you all have a very happy holiday, a very wonderful yes. New Year's, and we will see you once again on January 27th, 2020, when we 20, return. 2020. Oh, my God, dude. Mm. I love you. I love you, too. Have a good one, guys. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.